I started working in a hospital when I was 14. I learned through some hard experiences that health isn't just about longevity, it's about quality of life. Working with patients, trying to get them to eat more fruits and vegetables, it just was impossible. Most of my patients were eating less than three servings of fruits or vegetables a day. That's when I decided I need to find a different way. That's how I developed Balance of Nature. It gives your body the chemistry it needs to help your cells run at their optimum. It's real. It's real science, it's real fruits and vegetables, and it's real people. I would attribute the success of Balance of Nature going from a back room in my practice to millions of servings of fruits and vegetables being served to the world every single day to the simple fact that it works. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice with your first preferred order. Use discount code KATE. Hey, everybody, this is your last week to get the Kate Daly Show coin, the replica coin, the first coin ever minted in the United States with Lady Liberty on it. Be faithful, be fearless. Gorgeous coin comes in a beautiful blue case. Please go get one. $99. You've got to go online to get one. Uh, $99. They'll ship it out this week. Let me just tell you, this is the last and final week to get yours before they're gone. This is such a beautiful coin. It puts precious metals back in your pocket. It puts actual real silver back in your pocket, 30, 40 bucks back to you, but you're helping the show. It's only marked up because you're helping to keep us on the air. Me, my wonderful co-hosts, and this show where we talk about the truth that no one will tackle because most every show out there is owned. We are not. Please keep us on the air doing what we do, what we love to do. This is your last and final week. Please take advantage of this. Go to katedallyradio.com. It's at the top of the page. Get it ordered right now. Don't miss out on this. Thanks, you guys. Do not listen to this show. The truth can be scary. The Kate Daly Show starts now. It's okay. It's okay. Take a deep breath. You had a surgery. You've been under anesthesia, but you're okay. We're gonna we're gonna get you out of here. What? what what's going on? Well, you had you had an event, and um, we had to operate. But you're you're gonna be okay. Why is my rear end killing me? <laughs> we had to perform an emergency intracranial rectal removal and the worst part is this has been happening a lot this is the second time you've been in the hospital because your head has been up your I need to ask you something are you a Democrat okay okay that was in the Union about 20 years ago okay okay oh slow down slow down slow down we don't want that head to go back up there all right this happens a lot with liberals. Your beliefs and the way you vote affects the way your head relates with your body, and it'll just go right up there and it'll block reality. But we gotta be loyal, and no matter oh, what Whoa, 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 shush, shush. It'll happen right as I'm sitting here. It's not pleasant to watch. So I want you to take a look at this. That is the Constitution. Now look at it, read it, and that's gonna affect the way you see the world. Welcome aboard. I'm also gonna write you a prescription for a couple of old Old Ronald Reagan speeches. <laughs> it gets me every time, sorry. 
Oh, that was great. Milty sent that to me. It oh, is funny. Jim Brewer, the comedian yep. that just knocks the masks and the shots, and he's amazing. He's come out. He's done a great job. He used to be on Saturday Night Live. Probably one of the only conservatives that ever existed on Saturday yeah, Night Live. Yeah, yeah. And he'll never get back on. <laughs> never, <laughs> ever. Uh, so, so funny. Oh, gosh. Don't you just feel like... Oh, you just want so many people that you know to listen to that. Oh, please. Gosh, please. Um, I did cut out some of the words. Yeah, okay. Well. So uh, we got alien invasions, a Super Bowl. We got, uh, by the way, I'm surprised that the results weren't held for two weeks because the game was in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> the uh, election results were held when it was held there. Why aren't the game results held? Anyways. Any questionable plays, though, Mm -hmm. were immediately checked by Facebook fact checkers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love it. So, I don't know if you watched it. I watched it, uh, parts of it anyway. Um, I watched parts of it. I enjoyed the food more. But, I, I, you know, whatever. I'm not a huge football fan. Not one second. Yeah. Just not a big fan. I loved, though, the added touch of end racism at the end of the football spelled out in letters. Um, And I, I found it to be especially hypocritical when you look at the NFL and realize how many black players are sitting there with the opportunity of a lifetime as the entire world watches our Super Bowl. And um, they're making millions of dollars as they had this huge opportunity from the time they got out of high school or or college to be in the Super Bowl. But then also at the end, it says end racism. Um, If you can show me where the racism is in the Super Bowl, I would love to see it. So I always like I always love that type of hypocrisy. Anyway, um, I don't know how they can do that with a straight face. I, it, it wasn't like an all white football team on both sides, and then it said end racism. Yeah. <laughs> so there's actually a goal. No, pretty much a lot of black players. Yeah, yeah. making making gobs of money. Not as in, many as in basketball. Hey, well, I, you're right. <laughs> okay, you're right on that. But let me just say, for the record, it is kind. It's strange to see that. Um, also, two things were, uh, uh, and Chris Stapleton did a great job. I liked his uh, rendition. I'll play it on the show. I thought it was great, actually. I, I'm not a fan of a lot of the renditions, and, I, and it probably surprises people that I love this rendition, but I thought it was really moving. It actually moved some people to tears on camera. I thought that cool. was really good. Yeah, and people actually stood. Can you imagine standing in America? They weren't afraid? No. Did you watch the black rendition? No. I didn't watch one second of yeah, the whole the, thing. The black rendition, we are the only nation in the world, with our little end racism there on there, just as a reminder, the only nation in the world that takes on other versions besides just our national anthem that we allow play yep. before the game, which is really infuriating. So. I- I like the rendition that starts Kung Fu Panke So <laughs> That's next year. Yeah. <laughs> They're just warming up. So anyway, yeah. Um, can't wait for that choir. Anyway, it's bizarre and I just have to say that there's a lot going on while we're being alien invaded and um boy those stories were hot off the press. Oh, geez. Come on. You have Pentagon. You have all these people going, yeah, we just don't know what that is out there. We're just going to shoot it down, and we haven't found the parts yet. But we're just going to shoot it down because it could be a flying saucer. Yeah. Um, what? So, so here's the most ignorant statement I've seen. Oh, there is one more. Representative ignorant? Jim Himes, <laughs> a Connecticut Democrat, yes. attempted to downplay concerns and talks of an alien invasion. <laughs> 
Really? Down, he had the downplay. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, How many people believe yeah. it? Well, there's this. Um, so I love this hat tip, Eric. Thank you. I got sent some um, articles, and I had actually found some similar that I did on a show probably a couple years ago. But this was kind of interesting. And then we'll talk about what's actually going on in, in our nation for the distraction of this. But um, this is 1947, uh, the Selma Times Journal. Nation baffled by flying saucers. Do you find it a little interesting that they named it a flying saucer so that they could go off on the whole alien thing? Coincidentally enough, what was 1947 also known for? The start of the spooks? Same year? Oh. Oh, yeah. We had the UN in the 40s. And also the start of the official CIA. Okay. Just going to pop that into conversation. And the best they came up with was flying saucers? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's about the best they could do back then. Here's another one. Get this, though. Get this article. 100 C sky disks, but facts are lacking. Scores of conjectures heard as result of queer sight. <laughs> I guess they had queer, queer sight back then, but it wasn't that kind of queer. They yeah. just wanted to make you sure, you know, you, you realize that. Skeptics converted. What? Oh, and here's my favorite. This is from 1947. Journal reporting. Okay. Um, journalistic reporting. But they kind of give you some truth. Hints of experiment by armed forces add to mystery. Hmm, do you think it might be coming from our armed sources? Anyway, um, this nation was baffled today by flying saucers reported seen in 28 states by hundreds of persons and conjectures came from scores of named and unnamed um, sources. Of course, unnamed are their favorite. But um, throughout the country, official government sources took the let's see one stand on the phenomenon. And no scientist uh, pre-offered or proffered, I'm sorry, proffered a detailed uh, explanation. But the Los Angeles Evening Herald and Express quoted an unnamed California Institute of Technology, aptly named CIA, (laughs) suggesting that the saucers might be the result of experimental transmutation of atomic energy. Dr. Harold Urey, Adams uh, scientist at the University of Chicago, called it gibberish. Uh, Government information sought, and it goes on and on and on, and... uh, Two Chicago astronomers said the disks are probably man-made. The most frightening thing was mm-hmm. when they announced probably. they announced that two dozen uh-huh. people who were not colorblind noticed the pilots were green. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm so glad to hear all this, right? Um, A crowd of 200 observed a disc at Hauser Lake, Idaho, on the 4th of July, and um, a group of 80 picnickers saw them at Twin Falls, Idaho, and in Portland, Oregon. Does does all this sound familiar? Do you know they continuously called them, um, they continuously called them like, you know, hey, this was government, government uh, type of experimentation. Also, just to kind of have some fun, um, Orville Wright, actually, um, let me get this up so I can actually quote him. You, you know, good old Orville, right? Good old Orville? Yes. He vented the human bird. <laughs> yes. Good old Orville. Um, Orville had something to say about this that I thought was actually kind of interesting. 
Orville, and again, hat tip, Eric, thank you very much for this. Um, Orville said back in 19, in July 9th, uh, the Cincinnati Inquirer, uh, Wright raps saucers as war propaganda. Orville Wright, who invented the airplane, said today that the flying saucer craze was a government campaign to get us into another war. No truer words were ever spoken, Orville. The 75-year-old scientist said it's more propaganda for war to stir up the people and excite them to believe a foreign power has designs on this nation. He said it was dished up by the government to support the current State Department campaign to get us into another war. Wright uh, criticized the publicity given to the saucer stories and said there was no scientific basis for the existence of the phenomenon supposedly seen by hundreds. This also at the same time these flying saucer stories came out was when we took on the Nazi scientists that we were against in the war and then put them in NASA and we put them in all of our scientific key, you know, organizations and we put them into health and we put them all over the map. The, the, the country we fought against that we hated those old Nazis that were killing our Americans. Right. Um, yes. Those scientists, um, those Nazi scientists got to come over here and be in every facet of our government. And isn't it interesting? They were working on a lot of high tech stuff that they didn't want out of the bag. And so then they started locking down our bases. Up to that point, they weren't locking down bases. They weren't telling you that you couldn't go near a, a base or you had to have such clearance to go onto a base because of whether, whatever they were working on, right? But at this point in time, it, it, it got ratcheted up to, I think, concealing the technology, the very technology we have. And if it looks like a flying disc, that's what it looks like. It's just that uh, we started going in to decades above where we were at in, um, in scientific technology and research. We've talked about this a lot on the show. It's insane that, we're at, that people actually still believe in aliens. I'm surprised that it took so long for it to come out. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's face mm -hmm. it, H.G. Wells nailed it in the 1890s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the war of the world is oh, coming. Oh, gosh. And, and Orville Wright, no truer words, Orville Wright was right. He really was. And uh, this was all about, and let me quote him again. It was more propaganda for war to stir up the people and excite them to believe a foreign power has designs on this nation. Yeah. And of course, not of this earth. So now you have the Pentagon and the government going, gee, we just really don't know what's out there. <sighs> Cue the alien music. Mm -hmm. um, there were 13 sightings before the 1940s recorded to shore up the alien invasion. You go look at those 13 accounts. They're all accounts of comet or a star falling or never a saucer, little green men ever, ever, ever. So are we to believe that the aliens only wanted us after they invented the UN and the CIA that then we got hundreds and hundreds like they, they were just kind of looming in the sky after that. They just kind of wanted to see what we were up to for eight decades. Really? Really? Be right back. Kate Daly Show. We're open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Would you like to ride my
Valentine's to go up in a balloon, you might want to rethink that. That, that's, that, <laughs> that song is great when you see the rendition by a, by a uh, alligator <laughs> yeah. or other reptile. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. <sighs> Anyways, um, fifth dimension. All right. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Calling it like we see it. And uh, boy, uh, the, 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 the disinformation campaign well underway. Um, Balanceofnature.com. This is real. This is good. And I think you should p- finally pull the trigger and get some yourself. Balanceofnature.com. Spend this year working on your immune system. Get it into just peak performance so that no matter what they do, that we, you, you know that you have done all you can do within your control to up your immune system. Balance of Nature is the best product I know. It's the best product I know to, to do this because it's all nutrients, okay? Nutrients that are really needed by your body right now. And 31 fruits and vegetables a day, every day. I know you're not going to eat 31 fruits and vegetables. You might even just get one in, in a day, right? This is a day. And so you're making sure you're getting those nutrients. Go to balanceofnature.com, put in my name, Kate, K-A-T-E, and you'll get 35% off in free shipping. I stand by this product. You don't like it, send it back. But I am telling you, you're going to absolutely fall in love with this product because you're going to notice the differences. It's hard not to. Balanceofnature.com. Can't say enough about it. Yep. Um, the only aliens coming to this country are through the southern border. Isn't it interesting that you do have to have a passport? They're very, very strict about getting into Canada, but not so much the south. Mm. Anyway, those are the only aliens we have a problem with. And they're not flying. <laughs> they're definitely not <laughs> flying. They got eggs under their arms and they're running across the yeah. border with their eggs. So, uh, as we've been told. Um, so, a couple of things. Number one, what else is going on? The CDC four days ago confirmed that the COVID, uh, the horrifying COVID shots and boosters are now put into the childhood schedule. Yep. Babies and kids. You want to change America? Start changing all the children. Start putting software in their bodies because that's what Moderna called it. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Moderna said, we have software in these shots. Software. Um, I, have a reason, I have a reason to believe that they were a little too truthful in what was in the shots because Tal Zox, who ran Moderna, thought that it was so amazing that they were putting this software. You have software in your body. Like, basically, you're a software system, right? Run on electricity, everything else. But when he came out with that statement, this is just Kate talking. When he came out with the statement that software was now going into our body, that they would be able to deliver it into your DNA, change your DNA up. Did you guys see that right after he did that, right after he started talking about that, Moderna comes out with the shots. He keeps saying that in the press. He says it on, I think it was 60 Minutes. Then all of a sudden, Pfizer won out on the contract for the shots because they weren't saying that. Okay? Very interesting. Moderna kind of goes to the, you know, the wayside Pfizer now. It's all Pfizer's game. Okay? Not being so truthful. Um, also, um, Petey Buttigieg. <laughs> so, um, I don't even know how to say his name normally anymore, but uh, let me just uh, give you his comments on the ballooning. The ballooning. Here we go. This is uh, 22 seconds. Here we go. It's had its challenges. Right. Uh, I mean, if you look at what the American transportation systems have faced in the last two or three years, partly because of the pandemic, 
We've faced issues from container shipping to... He's talking about the three train derailments in the last 24 hours. To airline cancellations. Mm -hmm. Now we got balloons. That's right. Um, <laughs> Just laugh. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Challenges. Yep, right. yep. That was, uh, that was Petey Boy. Yeah, Petey Boy. Is he off maternity leave yet, or...? <laughs> I'm always confused. Seems like he's always on maternity leave. I wish he was. Yes, I mean, he's male, yes, but seems like he always is with his little partner. Anyways, so that was that. So what are we missing? What's going on? First of all, Pfizer. We had it added to the vaccine schedule for children. So they were kind of hoping you wouldn't notice while you were focused on all the balloons up, up and away. Mm -hmm. The U.S. blowing up the Nord, uh, Nord Stream pipeline. The big tech companies coordinating with the FBI and the USA Intel to censor Americans right? And influence elections. The Epstein client list and the deadly chemical release disaster in East Palestine, Ohio. If you haven't heard about this, I would like to, to drop two, uh, two minutes and 40 seconds of audio on this. You ready for this? This, ha this happened in Ohio. Huge, huge um, explosions of chemical clouds going up and has to do a little bit with, well, I'll just play the clip. Here we go. Can we trust our government? To answer that question, we're going to look at Ohio. And if you haven't heard about what's going on in Ohio, you're going to prove my point. Less than a week ago, a train carrying highly combustible materials crashed and all the chemicals spilled out. The National Guard had to step in and do a controlled burn of these chemicals so that there wouldn't be a major explosion, which produced this toxic mushroom cloud over Ohio. And this is slowly heading eastward towards New York City and Pennsylvania. The city had to be evacuated, but they've told residents it's okay to go back into your homes, even though residents are reporting dead fish in the rivers and dead animals, dead livestock, all of that. Vinyl chloride, the stuff that was on the train, is a highly corrosive, highly combustible, and cancer-causing liquid that, when burned, create fumes that have the ability to be absorbed into the soil and local water supply. And the Ohio River is a giant water supply for six surrounding states. This is one of the biggest ecological disasters of our history. So why aren't we hearing about it? Buckle up. The train company, the corporation responsible for this, they were warned that this could happen. That company is Norfolk Southern. You may remember them from the railroaders strike. You know, the one where the railroaders asked for better safety conditions and upgraded infrastructure and sick leave. And then our president stepped in and said, no, that company. Oh, but don't worry, they've offered $25,000 to help with disaster relief, or roughly $5 per resident, while the damages are estimated to be upwards of $500 million, and that's the small end. The thing is, guys, the government was warned that this could happen. Railroaders themselves went on strike because they knew that this could happen. And now that it has happened, the government is not doing what they need to do. The National Guard even assaulted a reporter who was reporting on this. And the governor has told people to go back to their homes. Guys, it's not safe to be in your homes right now. The water is flammable. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, so we have Ohio, the vaccine. There's always lots of things going on when they're trying to create their alien stories. But you realize that what we've been saying on the show for eight years now is coming to fruition that they are hell bent on making, I guess terrorism doesn't do its job anymore, as Werner von Braun <laughs> predicted, head of NASA, Nazi German scientist. Um, he said on his deathbed that they would use once 
terrorism didn't cut it, they would use the alien scare. Wow. Um, they are quite effectively, actually. So um, the water yeah. is burning? Yeah, it, it's it, it's actually flammable, yep. but you can shower in it and drink it. Really? <laughs> it's no problem. Can you put it in your gas tank? Yeah, I guess you can. You could probably run a small engine. Um, yeah, I would imagine. And uh, they're telling people to go back into their homes. So interesting ties with all the railroad accidents lately and the derailments. Kind of interesting, isn't it? That you'd have this many accidents um, in 24 hours. Well, so. When the government decides that they don't want to permit free travel, mm-hmm. you attack the airlines and the railroads and the buses right away. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Another train derailed in Houston, Texas. We have one in Ennery. We have one in Splendora area. Um, and uh, it, it's just, that's what that's what Petey Boy was talking about were the derailments. But... Is it a distraction? It's it is a distraction from the things going on. Yes, but there's more at play here that mm-hmm. I think it's more than just a distraction. It's not just a distraction. It is more about solidifying the stories. You guys remember that up until 2017, they were concealing all the alien stories, and now all of a sudden they just completely did a 180. And now it's all about well, we think it could be you know yep yep aliens. It's just Never well, they, they haven't had a long time to study it. Yeah. Well, um, so from 1947 on, the advent of these things um, being talked about 24-7, right? Movies about it, making sure that everything that, you know, we got shown was little green men, flying saucers, all named, right? All named these names. It is interesting that it was in the same year that the CIA was formed. And we do realize John Dewey, not of the decimal Dewey system, but the other John Dewey, did stand up when Japan was visiting um, and uh, in their um, in their meetings before World War, um, was it World War One or two? Probably two. Um, when he said that an alien invasion would actually break. This was when they were doing League of Nations before the UN, talking about how um, an alien invasion would bring our world together, you know, kind of oust the sovereignty of nations to then fight it as a world. I think, I swear I saw a movie, Independence Day? No, Armageddon? What was it? What what movie? Oh, there's so many. War of the World. War of the World. So many movies about your country. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that we all become one and fight together and then have like a UN police force at our behest to fight, to help us fight unilaterally, right? So that we can all fight together, the aliens. And, and then they can get away with that United Nations stuff. I know, right? And just I mean, call it United Earth. United Earth, <laughs> yes. I think we should just definitely yeah. go with that. Um, that is, that's the sad part, honestly. Um, Orville Wright was was dead on the money when he said this was about the government wanting a war. It's just that we didn't realize the war they want now is to get rid of our sovereignty so that we become all of all in one. Yeah. Here's the main reason I don't believe it's about aliens Uh is because according Mm. to Star Trek, aliens (laughs) don't take an interest in you until you develop warp technology. (laughs) (laughs) And we haven't done that yet. Well, I like the (laughs) anal probing of all aliens (laughs) since 1947, because apparently it seems to be the only thing they want from us. Well, that's where our heads are. That's... (laughs) 
That's <laughs> the beginning clip. Um, yeah, so it seems to be. Um, it, it, isn't it funny that all they would want, I've made this comment before on the show, but all they want from us is to probe us. You know, they didn't want anything from us throughout history no. before the 1940s when the UN came about and the CIA. Nope, they just want to take us up to their spaceship and probe us. I actually think there's a lot of LSD trips going on that gave people that idea that they were abducted, but that's yeah. just me. Well, it was at the same time they were introducing LSD. There are some other stories other than the probing mm-hmm. things, though. Really? Do you remember seems like the, anal probing. Do you remember the, the Twilight Zone <laughs> where a spaceship landed <laughs> and everybody was afraid, but yeah. they were really nice and they gave us all kinds of technology. Oh, and they were loading people on the ship to go visit their planet. And they had a book. That yeah. the, Can they that take the their linguists were trying mm-hmm. to uh, interpret, uh-huh. and the title of the book was "To Prepare Man," Ooh. and it was a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right. We'll be right back. Center. Talk lines are open now. Call eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. This is the Kate Daly Show. Award winner, Chris Stapleton. Uh, chiming in there at the end. 
What a great rendition. That was incredible. Chris Stapleton, who knew, right? Uh, he would do such a great... Uh, I loved his rendition. Maybe you don't like it. Some people like very, very traditionally sung things. I, I, and I, I actually do, too. I don't like them to tweak it, but I actually love that version. Welcome back to the show where we just discuss the truth of all the nonsense and the BS that we're fed 24-7. So we really appreciate your calls, and you're welcome to call up 888-673-1450 and share in the crap fest of media that we have going on. We try to be the truth in media at this show. And also, I just wanted to mention my pillow. Look, you're going to get terrific products. You get to actually sort of, uh, you know, get yourself something that you're going to absolutely love daily. And those are those wonderful, cool, crisp, clean sheets, those beautiful sheets that they have, the high quality. All his stuff's guaranteed for 10 years. Uh, the my pillows, the my pillow that doesn't make you sweat all night, right? That you're sleeping really, really cool, that great technology. Um, and uh, it's fantastic. The 2.0 pillow that's brand new. You can get two for one still. They still have that special. I don't know how much longer. And also the um, slippers, the robes, the, I mean, the weighted blankets amazing and what uh, the slippers are the best gift on earth because people just love them you go to the store in them they're amazing four different layers of patented technology and they have an outdoor sole too so you can wear them around and they are uh, really truly people just it's like this this coveted gift so make sure that you take part in getting up to 90 percent off put in the code word kate okay code word kate k-a-t-e uh, that was a great rendition. I really, I, it's moving. And it had some of the players in tears, which I love. You don't see that every day. So that was kind of nice, too. Um, so much <laughs> to say on this whole alien thing. But I'm actually surprised that they're doing it this soon. I thought they were going to maybe look like they were more supportive of stories instead of immediately saying they don't exist because they had, they had to say they don't exist since the 1940s. The minute they let out that story, right, then they had to say they didn't exist. And even William Cooper thought they existed before the FBI murdered him. Um, he was coming out with information being part of the, I think he was the Navy, saying that they were real because they were leaking stuff out and then sitting on the stories and pretending that they were against the stories. But they were leaking it out so that people would go, oh, I got a classified document. It says there's aliens. At the end of William Cooper's life before they murdered him, before the FBI took him out, um, he had reversed course and said that, yeah, he was not um, believing. He was actually start, start seeing the fact that he was used to bring stories like that out to to crowds of people that he could, you know, go, yeah, these are classified documents. They were leaking those to him on purpose. And he came out and he mm. basically was reversing course. So those that believe that even William Cooper, before he was murdered by the FBI, did I mention that? Before that, when people say, well, he was all aboard the UFO train, not at the end of his life, he wasn't. He totally denounced it at the end of his life and said he was used. So mm. there's that. Um, it's insane. So you were talking about to serve man. Yeah, I got the title wrong, yeah, but yeah. the title they knew, they knew the title yeah. of the book was to serve man. This is the uh, twilight zone episode. Uh, here we go. The twilight zone, probably back in the fifties, maybe no sixties. This is back in the sixties. Anyways, here we go. This is flight number nine, one, four from earth to our planet. We will be taking off in three minutes. They're boarding the UFO. Mr. Chambers! Mr. Chambers! Don't get on that ship! The rest of the book 
to serve men. It's, it's a cookbook. <sighs> Soylent Green. <laughs> oh, boy. And the alien with the big head and the cape is uh, wrestling him onto the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and he's getting on to the UFO via a very high-tech hatch that <laughs> we find in our aircraft. All righty, then. So it's called To Serve. To Serve Man yeah. is the episode, if you want to go look that up and watch it. And they were. They yeah, were yeah. giving them technology. Right, right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You're live, caller. Did you? All righty, then. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Hi. Okay, hi. Hi, Uncle Milty. I remember hi. that episode of... Uh, you do? Yeah. Man. And I was a kid when I... I remember watching it as a kid. It was terrifying. Terrifying. Yep. Absolutely. Like, more terrifying than the pig nose people? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. And then Spielberg came and said aliens were friendly. Ah, okay. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. They doubled down on the stories, didn't they? Thank you so much. And Richard Dreyfus doubling down on uh, the, we got nothing but alien stories from the nineteen late 1940s on. Yep. Yep. Just after they conveniently put together the UN and CIA. Now they're all in Congress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no truer words. Anyway, I just wanted. Um, I just wanted to make sure and revisit that because I've done, a, I've done some shows on this and I just, we have such a problem with information in general. We have such a problem in, in understanding what we can do and what we can't. It's like NASA saying that they can't get back to the moon because we don't have the technology. Then how did we do it in the 1960s? when you couldn't even change your TV with a remote. <laughs> <laughs> How did we do it? I've got NASA on tape speaking out about the fact that they can't go back. They lost everything from the moon landing. Every shred of, they even taped over tapes because they don't have any money. Did you know that? Yeah, they're given billions of dollars. They don't have any tapes. They don't have enough tapes to tape stuff. So they had to tape over the tapes that, that wiped out all of our tech so we could see how we got to the moon. You know, like we don't, everything that's extraterrestrial is so built up and crazy. Over the weekend, there was a story about the discovery of helium-3 on the moon. <laughs> uh -huh. Helium-3 is used for nuclear power. Right. And there's tons and tons... Mm -hmm. 50 billion tons of helium-3 helium on the moon. And they're talking about how when we bring it down to Earth, it's going to be worth all this money. Mm -hmm. When they landed on the moon, uh -huh. they had trouble bringing back 12 pounds of moon rocks, they say. Yeah, where did they put those? Yeah. I'm, and I'm just yet, curious. they're talking now about bringing tons yeah. of helium-3 mm -hmm. back to Earth. It is, tons. It is kind of interesting. <laughs> I mean, this is... Uh, this is Don Pettit uh, talking from NASA. Here we go. Just if you don't believe me. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Whoops, sorry. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology. Oh. And uh, it's Why? a painful process to build it back again. Oh, um, that's weird. Don't you think that's weird? I don't think it's weird at all. I, I think <laughs> when they got to the moon, normal. the aliens said, don't ever come back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you guys. And here's one more from NASA themselves. Uh, here we go. I haven't uh, seen anything that indicates the telemetry data is even in existence. Aaron said, Renan. Even if we had it, we don't have the machines to play it back. Wait, they don't have they don't have the Ted so But you, you, your own research has shown the telemetry data is missing. That's that's right. Huh? This be true? That is that's interesting. <laughs> I, it's just so coincidental. The whole thing's so coincidental. You know, they lost everything, not a shred. Like I said, we have Dorothy's shoes from Wizard of Oz, but we don't even yeah. have how we got to the moon. Well, it it just goes to show you that sometimes just a yeah. lie isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we Pure had denial. zero technology. We didn't even have enough gas on the actual <laughs> spacecraft to get back and forth to the moon. And we could have done it in one shot. In one shot when it was a, a, a one in trillion chance that we could get there. But we did it in prime time on Sunday night so everybody could see us do it when uh, they had their TVs up and, and running. Kate, it's called gravity. <laughs> <laughs> gravity, gravity dragged them to the moon and back. All righty. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, hey, guys. Hi. Hey. I'm good. Good. Go right um, ahead. Just, just a question for you. So who is the larger, the largest user of helium in the world? The largest what? You keep cutting out. The largest what? The largest user of helium in the world. Who? NASA. So, if we have balloon after balloon after balloon, all these weird, bizarre weather balloons, Mm -hmm. whatever they are, who's really putting them up in the air? And why in the world do we need to go to the moon for more helium? You're right. 99 red left balloons, too. (laughs) We got a lot of balloons. (laughs) So, yes, you're right. It would be NASA, interestingly enough. Hmm. So, again, aliens are a farce. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. And... And I'm waiting, I'm really waiting for, and the Rihanna thing was the Super Bowl. Somebody made a really good observation. She supposedly is pregnant. Oh, and she is again? Either, hmm. and, and here she was in red, and she looked just like Sam Smith in the Grammys. She did. She was just as Satan. It was weird. So was she, was she the ovum surrounded by a bunch of white dancing sperm? Hmm. It, it was so ritualistic and disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, we all know that, you know, it's probably weird, but they're they're doing all of these different things mm-hmm. and trying to, to keep people distracted and scared yeah. by all of these different narratives so that they can't focus on one thing. It's this huge psyop and it's just they just keep adding more and more and more. Thank to you. Try to get yeah. people confused and fearful. You're so right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the call. Yeah, that Rihanna halftime thing was weird. That was weird. Um, yeah, she just had a baby last May. That was just, it was just really hmm. strange. Um, and I thought she looked pregnant. Um, but, uh, it, the whole red, yeah, that was, it was, it was very reminiscent of, um, the Sam Smith ode to Satan song unholy with him dressed as Satan with horns and women in cages dressed in red, dancing around him and convulsing. It was, it was strange. Um, anyway, yeah, every, so many things are such psyops, but we had to do what we did. I don't know if people have ever made this connection to what we're saying. In order, let's look at it this way. They started coming out with the stories that aliens finally wanted to know who we were, but not until the 1940s. We had to have a trip to the moon so that people kind of understood, hey, there's 
this out there in the great beyond. There's this out there in the unknown, right? They had to shore up a story that we went to the moon for several reasons. Number one, to win the game with Russia, because, of course, we had the Russia versus America thing that we still have going on right now. you got to have an enemy. But I don't know if people have ever made this connection, and I'm not really sure we've talked about it on the show. But they had to do that in order to shore up the eventual, as Werner von Braun said, who was head of NASA with all of this going on during the space time, okay, in the 60s. In the 70s, right before he died, he said they will use aliens because you have to shore up a very long story. Like you said, there has to be lie after lie, layer after layer after layer in order to get to the aliens are coming to get us. Get rid of your country. It doesn't matter. We need to fight this together. Plea to get all Americans on on board of losing their countries. So that was part of the alien shore up story. They have to. It's a big production. Don't be skeptical. We've been telling you about it for (laughs) 75 years. (laughs) Right? It was part of the production of this last alien invasion tech tech stuff that they're going to be dealing with and shoving in our faces and trying to show us all these things. So... Um, the fourth hour, uh, I'll be talking about that more tomorrow. If you want to join that, that's the next level, and I sure hope you do. It's off the air. Anyways, we'll be right back with Dr. Duke Pesta. Don't go anywhere.